society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the author, the novelist, the educator, uh, the subject of two separate documentaries, and uh, the author of several books, and so much more than that. She is the host every week, and I'm proud to be her co-host of this radio show slash podcast. You can hear us on 124 different outlets and growing. Melissa Itell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well, and, and I'll tell you, a lot of drama around the country. A lot of it oh, focuses yeah. on Texas, too, right? You, is, is yeah. that, you, you touched on a little bit off mic. Um, you were talking about officials on horseback. Where were you talking about? Well, there are, this is at the, uh, uh, I, I think it's, is it the Rio Grande? Yep. And they're on horseback, and there are Haitians who are flowing into the country. They are living out in the in, in the open. They're, I mean, the, the conditions are, are, are unsanitary, uh, filthy, to say the least. And uh, uh, immigration officials are on horseback. It looks like something out of, um, of uh, Bonanza or, or Gunsmoke. Or or <laughs> oh yes, right. Trying to get the Indians, <laughs> and it's, wow. it's terrible. And these people are flowing in. They they won't go. They won't leave. They won't budge. They because of Joe Biden. They say I don't know who's been funding their their passage, and they're living you know out on the open and in the in the water. And and uh, it's yes, it's, it, many people are decrying the inhumanity of it. But um, it, it's like open season. This country is it's open field day. And uh, I don't see the uh, the initiative or the the might uh, that this, that uh, the Biden administration is, is, is supposed to demonstrate. I mean, where, where is where are the where, where are the consequences? Where are the rules? I mean, it's it's like it, it's open season on this country. You know, come on in from wherever and, and you know, uh, sit in our backyard water and, uh, you know, set up shop. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Is it 15000 people or is it more than that? That sounds about right. <laughs> about 15,000 people. And you, you got a feel for these people. I mean, obviously, they're, you know, they're, they're there for a reason. They want to come and they want to be Americans. We get it. Um, I, I imagine they're living off of fish or whatever they can catch in the water. Oh, my God. The children being, uh, the mothers tending to children in the water. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a, a time in history that you just can't. Uh, that you couldn't have predicted. And, you, you know, I, I've been talking about Greg Abbott uh, with, uh, with, on another show, and, and, uh, and Greg Abbott is, is forcing himself into the spotlight with uh, mm -hmm. a couple of issues. And, again, we don't want to go into the, the whole abortion issue now, but uh, that in Texas, and this is putting Texas on the, on the front pages all over the country and and all over the place and and you got to wonder whether this is uh, this is good for for Greg Abbott. I know he's trying to he's trying to um, placate the the Trump voters and and mm -hmm. and get them behind him. Uh, these two issues uh, are, are I don't know are strong indicators that he he may be pushing himself for a national um, spotlight. 
situation to uh, to get the Republican nomination in 2024. If in fact Trump doesn't run, the uh, mm-hmm. the Trump people would uh, would probably be interested in Greg Abbott. Do you think Do you think that's playing into this at all? I'm sure it's on Greg Abbott's mind. The question is, um, you know, does Greg Abbott seriously think he's a, a presidential contender or presidential right. material? I don't know. I think he comes with a lot of baggage. Lots of baggage. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah. Greg Abbott? <laughs> My God. And, uh, yeah, uh, amazing amounts. Uh, but, yes. yeah, I mean, this is something that is playing into his hands, though. He is getting, he is getting a lot of attention. And Biden, uh, you know, President Biden is, uh, you know, I mean, fresh off of the disaster in Afghanistan. And oh, just for that to get wiped off the, the front pages by this, I mean, this is this is a disaster. This makes it look like, you know, we have no control over over what's going on. Did, are they saying are the Haitian people saying and again, our hearts and souls go out to the, the folks out there with their with their children and everything. Yes, you know, don't yes, get me wrong. Yeah. But is it is it just come on in, everybody come in. We can you know, we'll feed everybody, um, don't worry. Come on in and apparently Apparently it is. It's op- it's an open border. Now the situation is is, is bleak. It's abysmal. I, I I don't know how people can live like that. It's terrible. You know they they deserve better. But on the other hand, we're, we're just letting people in. You know willy nilly. We don't know where they're come. They've come from. But what diseases are they? We're we supposed to provide for them. I mean it's it's. Uh, I mean this. We look like we're we're falling into third world at this rate. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, we we do look like that. I mean, whether we are that is a whole other story. But we we really look uh, we look pathetic, and our our enemies, and I I consider our enemies to be Russia and and China and North Korea, and you know, regardless of what anybody says, uh, they've got to be laughing at us, right? They've got to. I'm be, sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The biggest it's, kick it's out of this. It's not for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, they are. Hey, by the way, they speaking. Are. Speaking of our enemies, uh, how about some enemies within our country? Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the squad I'm talking about, and oh uh, and you know, again, before I get into that, let me remind everyone to go to melissaitelljoran.com and watch the documentaries and binge listen to any number of shows. Uh, we've got hundreds and hundreds of shows for you. And uh, getting, yeah, I, I gotta, we gotta count them up one day. I'll count them up one day, Melissa, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll okay. figure out where we are. We're probably okay. halfway to a thousand uh, or something. Wow. Yeah, okay. it, we got a That's lot. Great. And uh, again, Frank McKay here. Much more important, Melissa. I tell is where you should go. But Melissa, the squad or the gang of four, yeah. as you like to call them. Yes. How did they yeah. vote on the <laughs> Israel vote? I, I think it was, I, I forget what it was, uh, 420. To nine were were those yeah. nine were they familiar folks to us? I think they should have been. Yes, they probably were. We know where the gang of four stands. You know, our our favorite people, our pals, Ilan Omar and uh, and and uh, Tashib Ali. Yes, and 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 uh, 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 Jamie Presley and and some new people who joined the the squad, gang of four, and barge the gang of four. Um, to some new members. Um, I think they're males, um, and then of course our favorite friend of all, AOC, who you know she fresh off the the Met Gala with her you know tax the rich gown and 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 uh, her designer who was by the way is is uh, in, 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 up up to her neck in uh, uh, 
uh, unpaid taxes and oh. and, and salary yeah. liens and debts and all kinds of things going on. Um, and uh, I don't know how AOL, AOC claims she never paid the thirty-five thousand dollar ticket price for the for the event. She said she that she was invited along with her fellow House member uh, Carolyn Maloney, who's been going to the Met Gala for for years. Um, differences. Carolyn Maloney is is a uh, is is extremely wealthy, but nevertheless, they both missed an important vote on the floor of the of the House that day. But anyhow, uh, AOC was there, yes, and she she's wearing her hair now in a ponytail. I don't know if that you know matters or anything, <laughs> but she was in. She she first voted no, then she quickly changed her vote to president. And she was crying. Now, of course, this uh, this. Brought, this caught the attention of, of many people on Twitter and elsewhere, and uh, who were saying, uh, "Why the tears? I mean, why are you suddenly voting president? Are, are you worried that now you've 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 actually helped to try to save, you know, poor Israeli women and children and uh, and 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 soldiers and men and everybody else from being um, annihilated?" from all their Arab enemies, or you just had to bite the bullet so that you could run against Chuck Schumer next year. Yeah, that, that bingo on the on the last one. That's what uh, that's what it was. But shame on her, and shame on whoever the nine were who voted against uh, against this. This was uh, this was disgraceful uh, to I vote. Know. But I, I'll tell you, I'm I'm uh, I'm heartwarming. It's heartwarming uh, to me that there was that much support for Israel. I thought we were going into a whole different uh, uh, stratosphere. Yeah, but we're, mm-hmm. we we get it, you know, at least a little bit here. We, you know, I I would I would be raving, you would be raving if uh, if that vote was any higher than nine. But you know, those nine disgraces that voted against our best friends in in the mm-hmm. world, possibly in the history of the world, Israel, the the state of Israel, and the people of Israel who are our brothers and sisters. Uh, shame on you, the nine who voted against, and shame on you, AOC. For for doing what you did, that was a joke. Uh, no, and then uh, and then present. Yeah, you're running against Chuck Schumer is what's going on. By the way, one quick point, Melissa. I, I'm not going to out them exactly. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose them. But there are tremendous supporters of AOC who turned off on her, and I didn't know what happened at the Met uh, at the time. They said, "Oh no, we're done with her." We and these are young mm-hmm. people. We are absolutely done with her. Her tax the rich mm-hmm. nonsense. You know, first of all, she shows up there at uh, thirty five thousand. What? And I was like, I, I had no idea what they were talking about. But they said we are done with AOC, and um, and I think a lot of the young people were uh, were annoyed by uh, by whatever happened there. What what happened there exactly? Go a little more into that that gala because I I think it's a disaster for her. Well, she showed up in a gown, which uh, in the back, well, white gown. Not that she looked great in it; it looked like it was just hanging on her. But anyway, I'm, you know, that's that's an, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, and this, the gown was in, was was uh, was uh, emblazoned with the words with her her motto: "Tax the rich." And if you go to her website, she has a store. I guess Chuck Schumer probably has a store too. It's probably called the Chucky Store or something. <laughs> he probably sells merch too. Yeah. You know, Chucky <laughs> Chucky Sprawl. You know, power. 
to the who knows i don't know what chuck schumer's motto is but yeah. if he has a store maybe he sells cigars or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but she has a whole store of 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 uh i i guess constituent designer um items and these are people who were um showcasing who are part of her you know her her rainbow coalition if you will um who designed t-shirts and sweatshirts hoodies and and all kinds of merchandise that that reflect her political philosophy and all the proceeds go to for the betterment of her constituents and and you know i'm not saying it's bad it's a bad idea it's nice that she wants to help her constituents or at least on the surface you know with their children's homework and getting them food when last year when we had the lockdown that's nice that's very nice but um to, to go to accept a ticket to the met and walk in there with a gown that says tax the rich and it's a white gown and, and in red lettering tax the rich and you know just miss a vote on the floor of the house and pretend all is well and she's you know she's the ironic thing is she's hobnobbing with you know uh, um, uh, I think Beyonce was there and and and, uh, uh, and um, Kim Kardashian if you could recognize her because she had herself in a fishnet you know she looked like a, a I don't know what she looked like some space age person who was <laughs> like a space age robber whatever these jetsons. people have nothing else on their minds yeah the jetsons whatever yeah um and and of course um uh you know every every you know supposed a-lister you see it all the you know the, the award shows like uh, megan fox and uh, these other people and, and of course they can afford to spend thirty-five thousand and up and and of course J Lo and and her new and and her her re, her rekindled flame um uh ben affleck what, Yes, yes. I, I, I'm losing track, you know. Yeah, right. I don't know how long this will last. She might go back to somebody else after this. Who knows? Uh, so, um, <laughs> and, and she walks in there with this, this gown that says tax the rich, and she's showing, you know, she poses so that, you know, she poses very, you know, um, uh, provoc- well, flirty, yeah. so she, that, that, that they can catch uh, the picture of the tax the rich. It looks ridiculous. You know, why are you going among these people who are, uh, for whom money is no object, who have nothing else? Else on their minds, but to walk in these outrageous, um, I mean, the, the, the ridiculous costumes. I mean, I'm calling them costumes. Some of these gowns should be classified as costumes. They look ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, and and she thinks she's making a big fashion statement. And and of course, uh, they want to know, did you pay the thirty-five thousand dollars? I figured she, if she had, she probably took it out of her campaign, her campaign war chest because she's amassed quite a lot of money. Yep. She says, no, 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 we we. Public officials um, generally get invited to events like this, and since we represent New York and all this other right. nonsense, yeah, a yeah. Line. So, uh, a line. yeah, yeah. So this is where this is what she is. So, um, yeah, and she th- really thinks she's going to overtake. She's going to she's going to primary Chuck Schumer and become uh, and, you know go on her path or up the ladder of success to I don't know maybe. Maybe she still believes, or her constituents, or her her, her people believe she can become Speaker of the House someday, or something, or 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 maybe President. I yeah. know. I why not? Right. That's uh, that's stranger what she's heading. Things have happened. She's heading yeah. for a presidential run. That's for sure. And she's yeah, just too young. Be- She's just too young. Well, she'll be 35. She'll be 35 in a couple of years. And uh, she can just, you know, she's got all this time to build herself, her build up her resume, climb the, you know, go take the necessary steps. I mean, that's what, 
um, Hillary Clinton did. She got herself a seat in New York, moved to New York, up to Westchester, and uh, did the same thing. I mean, but except that the only difference is Hillary Clinton is um, worlds apart from <laughs> AOC, and I don't think Hillary would, would go in a gown that said tax the rich. No. Because that would be, no in effect, taxing herself. Right. <laughs> hey, by the way, taxing the rich. AOC's got money, too. I mean, let's, let's face it. Oh, yes. It. She's got plenty yes. of money. Oh yeah, I I don't know if it's, if she's got a million, or um, but she is certainly on her way to becoming a millionaire at some point in her life. Yeah, no, no, there's no, uh, there's no. Oh, she's uh, I'm sure she is. Uh, uh, I'm sure she is a millionaire at this point. I'm just kind of googling. I just uh, I don't know if I have the reception. Uh, we're getting hit with rain where I am. Are you getting hit with a lot oh, of yeah. rain? No, we had a lot of rain last night. Not like we had a couple of weeks ago with that hurricane uh, torrential downpour that really put people out of commission and, and left people with floods in their homes and, and down power lines and rain coming sideways in three different directions. Yeah. But we had a lot of rain last night. Yeah, just amazing. You know, a yeah. lot of... Uh uh, a lot of weather changes, a lot of changes in the country, all kinds yes. of things happening. Do you know, look, I, I'm going to jump back to the Haitian situation because it's it's disturbing. The image itself is uh, is disturbing, and it does look third world-ish. When you, if you said, hey, where is this scene happening? And you said, you know, the American border, I, I mean, you'd be like, what? What do you mean? Why do these people think they're coming in? Why did they think they're coming in? I mean, it's, uh, you know, the Biden administration, right, President Biden, not um, understanding uh, or not making it clear where he wants. What is he doing? Is he flying them back to Haiti? And I, I from what I understand, people are saying, well, I'll come mm-hmm. right back. I think they're walking. You know, they're taking the boat to whatever. And then they're mm-hmm. walking hundreds of miles. I mean, hundreds oh my God. and sometimes thousands of miles. You know, they're walking, yeah. you know, or they're walking or, or making their way somehow or another. Um, what made them think that they were going to get in? Well, they they all love Biden, and they they the promise of you know we'll take you in, you know no questions asked. And it, uh, I mean I, I know they have an, an, an intolerable situation there between the Terrible. the earthquakes and hurricanes and COVID and and uh, but um, they're just coming in. They're, they're the promise of no 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 there is no one will be turned away. Yeah, right. That's what it is. And and again, you got to watch what you say during campaigns because then then it comes uh, comes back. And you have this kind of situation. Um, what else do you think is uh, is blaring out there? We have, uh, you know, we have all kinds of things happening in, um, uh, you know, changes in New York. But in the country, we're seeing some major changes. And, uh, you know, our our southern border is a, is a disaster. I mean, the situation is a disaster. And remember, Trump. Yeah, he when he came down those golden escalators or whatever they were, you know, first thing he said was build a wall, build a wall. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, you know, come on. You know, he's just revving up and he talked about, you know, Mexicans and, and uh, South, uh, South Americans, Central Americans being rapists and drug dealers and all this terrible thing. And he kind of he, he kind of started off like that. But I'll tell you what, what's happening there is going to rev up those people, and you're going to start hearing build a wall, build a wall again. And uh, what kind of support do you think that is going to get this time around with 15,000 Haitians knocking on the door? 
Yeah, well, you see, the problem is they're in such bad state. What are you going to do, send them back and have, you know, uh, uh, immigration officials on horseback with cowboy hats, you know, running running them down like they were herds of cattle? I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's terrible. No, no, it really is. I mean, it's... Um I, I I just I don't know. I, I what has Biden's response been to it? What has he said about um, you know about this situation? Did he say don't worry, well, we'll take care of it, we've got it? Uh, well, did, did he say uh, I don't know, I don't know what's going on? What are those people talking about? Well, I didn't invite him. I don't know if he knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on which which on which in which degree of lucidity he's in. But um, his uh, <laughs> his press secretary Jen Saki. I'm trying to figure out what kind of name is Saki. Do you know? No, the sake. Kind of, the only sake yeah. I know is Japanese wine, right? Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but sake. it's not spelled the same way. But anyway, it just sticks out. You know, it's one of those names, you know, that uh, it just doesn't. That could it, be it, Norwegian it, or something, right? I mean, sake I or um, maybe or something Scandinavian. Or, yeah, possibly. Well, in any event, she did say that it's the fault of the prior administration that led to this very broken system. Of I'm course. quoting her. Yes, yes. Well, it's all fine and well to, you know, be, you know, open your arms to everybody and try to help people. But what do you do for these? You let, you, you, it, it, this is the optics are, 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 are horrible. I mean, the, these people are are, are are camping under in the water under a bridge and, and, and they're being surrounded by, you know, a bunch of cowboys on horseback. And I don't know, is this a, a, a rebooting of, of gun smoke or something? I mean, yeah. really. It's a Western. It's a 60s Western. Yeah. Let me ask you about something a little close to home here. Uh, yesterday, I believe it was yesterday we heard, maybe the day before, that Howard Zucker, Dr. Howard Zucker, yeah. who mm-hmm. was Cuomo's um, commissioner of health during this, oh boy, he was getting some real positive reviews until we found out that all of these nursing home folks died because he, you know, he forced COVID people in them and then they covered it up and that's you know i was going to say that led to cuomo resigning it really wasn't what what led cuomo to resign he had resigned before that just on the sexual harassment uh charges and the pressure and the ag's report and so forth but your thoughts on howard zucker resigning um not surprising i mean his association with uh, the former governor uh disgraced governor cuomo I think uh, was guilt by association. Uh, I think it tainted him. I mean, he went along with this. He he went along with what his boss said, and I don't think it's it's, it's shocking that uh, Governor Hochul, uh, who I call on the uh, my my nickname for her is uh, Governor Hocus Pocus, yeah. <laughs> um, would no doubt want to uh, replace him. Um, with with what he did, I mean, he went along essentially went along with yeah. Let's put all the you know yeah sure. Let's put them. Let's put all the COVID patients into nursing homes and cut the families off and let these people die. You know, people died. You know, that's life. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Just people. You oh know, well. Old people. What are you too. gonna do? We're all yeah. gonna die. So yeah, they well. died this way. You know, eventually we're all gonna die. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. I, I mean, just uh, just <laughs> terrible, and and it just kind of underlines what's there. I I had. Uh, conversation on air with uh, with a victim's rights advocate yesterday, and uh, and and she said just a little too little, a little too late, and she was hopeful for uh, for Governor uh, Hochul, and uh, and now this just uh, you know her reaction to the fact that she didn't fire him um, was a uh, it w- was a big setback 
in her mind yeah. for for Governor Hochul because Governor Hochul could have made a statement saying, you know what, we're getting rid of this guy and uh, let's do it. Uh, would you have fired him immediately to make a statement if you were Hochul? Um, I, I, I think he's, you know, I might have. I mean, she's doing this for optics it, 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 because she doesn't want to associate herself with uh, her predecessor. But he's, you know, he's, he, let's, let's face it, he, uh, he signed on with the devil. I mean, he, he was with, you know, I mean, but then again, you could say, why is, is Fauci still there? Well, Fauci's, you know, he, he's the, he had, he articulated the anti-Trump policy. And, and, and so he, he, he gets right in and he goes, he gets along right away with, uh, with, with the Biden administration. Yeah. Right. Is, uh, is, is no question about that. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw it. I just saw it in passing on the headlines. Uh, you know, very little print media left, right? But the uh, the the major papers are still there. They're just not highly distributed the way they used to. But in the supermarket, I saw and uh, Cuomo was was he lashing out at his accusers? Was he was he doing something? Did you hear something along those lines? Um, I think it was a New I York hear. Post headline saying yeah. uh, that he lashed out at his accusers. Who knows what that means? But I thought we heard yeah. the last of Governor Cuomo. I, I guess he's still there. And I guess if you have $17, $18 million in a war chest, it's, uh, you know, it's there and you're going to be relevant until that money dissipates. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, that's another, that, that's a whole can of worms. Have you been concentrating on Trump at all, on what former President Trump has been doing, and what is he, uh, what is he thinking? Is uh, do you think he's an in for 2024? Do you think he's just getting some uh, attention and and feeling it out, um, or do you think he's not sure? Do you think, uh, do you think a decision has been made in his mind whether he's going or not? I think he's toying with it, don't you? Because yeah. he's he's going, no you doubt. know, he's. Yeah, he's you know he's trying to play kingmaker at the same time that he's toying with this, and he's, you know, he's tweeting out. He's you know he's still make you know he's he's getting he's still making himself visible on the scene, criticizing Biden every opportunity he he can. And he just moved back to Mar-a-Lago. I hear uh, he left Bedminster, so he's serious about um, you know the the uh, the forthcoming political season. Now whether or not he actually does, you know. Uh, declare his candidacy is another question. I, I they, they, uh, there was a there was a recent poll that said that if he wanted it, he could be uh, he, he would be on the top of the heap for the Republican nomination. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, he would mm. he would skyrocket to the top. Uh, you know, I had mm-hmm. George Will on last uh, last week. I think I mentioned to you that I had him on, and uh, and he, um, uh, you know, he was uh, you know he's obviously been very critical. Of of Trump and I asked him, you know, is there light at the end of the tunnel for Republicans, mm-hmm. conservatives? And he says, yeah. He said, you know, there's some younger folks, and he mentioned a few people. And one of the names he mentioned was Rubio, as uh, mm-hmm. as being a potential player. Do you think Marco Rubio is um, is has a bright future, uh, a uh, semi bright future, or is that something that's yet to be determined? Well, Marco Rubio is the perennial presidential candidate, isn't he? And he has, he has appeared. He's made his appearances, but I think even more so, um, m- m- more um, 
I th- more more discerning, and I think uh, definitely more on the spotlight uh, and more attention grabbing is Ted Cruz, who I don't think has given up his 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 uh, quest for a presidential run. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's got that ambition. He's got aspirations to be there. Um, yeah, it's a, a question. They all have to deal with the Trump people very gingerly, right? They can't offend Trump. They can't, he, you know, he's really, Trump is really controlling the game. The former president is, uh, is you know, I, I don't know, I'm gonna, I don't want to say he's fully in control of the Repub- Republican Party, but he has a tremendous amount of say with what's going to happen. Because if he turns on you, if he turns on Marco Rubio and starts calling him little Marco again and, and uh, <laughs> crooked, what was lying Ted, lying Ted Cruz or whatever, you know, it hurts. It catches on and it hurts them with the uh, with the Trump voters. And they they kind of, you know, echo what he uh, what he says. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, it, it's interesting. He doesn't seem to be closing up to anybody, including Abbott, because maybe in his mind he's seeing Abbott as a potential um, rival until he's not. In other words, until Trump is is not. So Abbott has to handle it with kid gloves. All of them, all of the Republicans have to handle Trump with kid gloves. The only people that aren't are the uh, the Cheneys of the world and 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 the Bushes and and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think you mentioned last week that that former and uh, the late. Uh, George Bush, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush used to throw shoes at the TV when he saw Trump. And uh, he, you know, these are the people, this is where the line is being drawn. Yes, you know, and you you probably brought up that, you know, Jeb Bush uh, was supposed to be the the next name, I believe, in the uh, uh, in in the Bush legacy, and uh, and he would have been there, and Trump stopped that from happening even before it got there. I, I don't know that Jeb Bush would have gotten there with with or without yeah. Trump uh, there, and I think Jeb Bush is is done. I don't think there's anything that uh, he he just doesn't want to be there. I used to say he looks like a kid. Who, whose parents are forcing him to go to Little League and he just hates baseball, you know. And, I know. yeah, it just seemed like that. But uh, the Bushes, the Cheneys, um, we haven't heard the end of them. And, again, we could be looking at a split in, uh, in major party politics uh, just right down the middle with Andrew Yang. I mean, we didn't get too much into that. But Andrew Yang talking about, uh, you know, running as an independent, starting a new party, and... Uh, we, uh, you know, we see what's happening with Cheney and Liz mm-hmm. Cheney and other folks. I mean, if people like that, the anti-Trump people, um, get uh, get upset enough, and if Trump becomes the nominee, and and the former president is going to be the uh, the standard bearer for the Republican Party, uh, Melissa, you got to believe that there's going to be a split. Yeah. We're looking at a country that's in mm-hmm. uh, in in transition. Uh, at very least. I'm not saying in turmoil. I'm not saying we're heading for civil war. I'm not saying all of that. But the the changes in this country could be monumental come 2024. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think we are at uh, we are at a, at a at a at a schism. We are at the the at the um, brink of a schism in this country. And uh, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say it, that it will be a civil war, but um, 
we could see the Republican Party split into two, I think. Uh, yeah. And I think that we're going to definitely see, we're seeing right now what's going on with the Democrats. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I mean, there's, uh, you know, everything, uh, everything is pointing towards, uh, towards change, at least, you know, change. And, and when I say change, I mean monumental. Uh, and when, when Obama was coming in, he said, uh, you know, hey, change, hope, change, all this. Yeah, he was right. I mean, uh, but that was more based on the race of the, the president and maybe where the country was going mentally and, uh, and opening up uh, their eyes to uh, a, a president that didn't look lily white or didn't look uh, um, like they were they were just going to um, be like the same old rich old white guy or whatever. So in that sense, Obama did uh, change, but I, you know the the policies didn't change all that much. The um, the the control that the that the oil companies had and the banks had and everything that didn't change, right? When uh, when McCain and and Obama were running against each other, and September twenty third came up, two thousand and eight, and the bailout came up. Both of them supported bailing out the banks and everything. Nothing changed all that much. This. Mm-hmm is is heading and again it's 2024 it's many years after 2024 is is looking not like uh, lip service change 2024 is starting to look like major league change and Mm -hmm. the guy that could be instrumental in that change is donald trump uh by him getting in it, it it would chase a lot of people out of the republican party and uh -hmm. and you know maybe uh uh, Kamala Harris, her coming in uh, could chase people out of the Democratic Party. They they might not like her. I don't know, but we we yeah. could be we could be looking at a monumental change, something that we haven't seen in you know I don't know a hundred years, hundred and fifty years, maybe something along those lines. Um, but again, two thousand twenty four is shaping up to be very very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I you know just a quick thought on that before we go. I think it is, but I, I don't know. I, I just I, if the Republicans go with Trump, they 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 could be setting themselves up for a second second fall. Yeah. I mean, don't you agree? I mean, who do you think personally? Who do you who would who would you? I, I know it's kind of early yet, but who do you, what do you see shaping up for the for the uh, for the nomination? I think if Trump wants it, he's going to get it. You know, but I think he's also going to throw the Republican Party into uh, into chaos, and uh, you know, could destroy a Trump nomination in 2024 could destroy the Republican Party and really destroy the Republican Party. And I'm not even taking a side one way or the other. I'm just saying that you have that you have that other faction, and I'm calling it the Cheney faction or or whatever. I I, I think it's ill defined of who is going to be the uh, the face of that franchise of uh, of the never Trumpers or whatever, but um, you know Trump is going to um, Trump is going to split Republicans uh, down the middle, and and there's going to be a significant amount there. And then the Republicans that are leaving are going to say, wait a second, um, we don't want to elect Democrats. What are we going to do? Let's let's try to get this yeah. guy in. And mm-hmm. they got to hope that this split. Uh, but I I don't know who's emerging. I don't think Marco Rubio is the answer. You know, yeah, I don't see I him as being the answer. Um, you know, who else is there? I, I don't see 
I don't see anybody that excites me. Um, maybe Ron DeSantis, right, from uh, uh, from Florida. Uh, somebody like him. Um, I, I mean, do you think? So, and and I'm I'm not even making a, a statement on it, but I think maybe people would rally around him, uh, DeSantis, and maybe yeah. some of the Trump people would, and some of the anti-Trump uh, people would as well. He's not as extreme. He's not whatever. What do you think of DeSantis? Well, not everybody in Florida likes DeSantis. A lot of people are are, are just are upset at his COVID policy. They feel it's a uh, you know it's a, a no it's a no spin you know whatever goes uh, you know wear a mask don't wear a mask you if you can't wear a mask here uh, we, we're not going to allow children to wear masks and you know that everybody isn't in favor of his COVID policy. Uh, you know they're they're trying to uh, mount uh, the Democrats are trying to mount an opposition to him for his reelection. Uh, I think they were going to put up um, Val Demings. Oh, a, uh, a, yeah, yeah. So it remains to be seen. I mean, he certainly has all the qualifications. He's got the resume. The problem is he is a he is a, a controversial figure. Um, unfortunately, the Republicans do not have. A, 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 a person equal in stature or equal in charisma to a Ronald Reagan or an FDR or some other, um, you know, um, figure of change. Um, if they had a Ronald Reagan kind of person, I think they, they'd, they'd have a good shot at it. But, you know, you bring in Trump, you're bringing in, uh, you know, you've got a loose cannon there. And you've got, you know, you've got January 6th in the background. And that, no one has forgotten about that. And in fact, some people, some key people were, in, were subpoenaed for the January, for the January yes. 6th event. Yeah. No, we're not going to forget about that. That's, uh, no. And we shouldn't, you know, forget about no. that. Yeah. It's, I, look, it is. It is a world of change where we started out is on the border. We started out uh, talking about that southern border and and it being a uh, you know a mess. Uh, and who knows if I, and again they're not going to allow them in. Obviously, that uh, it's they they can't they can't do that. But who knows what uh, Haiti has? And again, I don't want to disparage uh, the people of Haiti. I, I you know I, I I'm flattered that they want to come here into America we don't want them we, we can't afford all of them coming in obviously right but you know we're Americans we understand why people love Americans but Haiti and again I got to be careful how I say this but uh, Haiti has a, a tremendous uh, HIV um, uh, situation over there and uh, and AIDS uh, and the the one place in uh, in this part of the of the world, that has uh, heavy HIV is uh, is uh, Haiti, and the thing is, I mean, who knows what else is there? The right. medical situation is terrible, and um, to let them in could be disastrous. Now, for all these countries, I mean, you you don't you know, and and, and uh, um, another thing, Jen Psaki said that that there are you know we don't have to worry about vaccinations for for these um, you know for the these refugees. They're only here temporarily. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're driving us crazy. About yeah. that, right? Yeah, I, I mean all of that. Look, final word here: um, COVID, and I, I don't know where where we're heading with it. Um, I I thought we had light at the end of the tunnel. It feels like there's light at the end of the tunnel, but all of a sudden I'm starting to see people in the in the supermarkets with masks constantly. And I'm seeing that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's picking up. Uh, I've been into a couple places and they said, please put a mask on, you know, and whatever. And we haven't had that in, uh, in, in quite some time. 
Um, what what do you think's going on here? Um, do you think we're we're in for a long cold winter? Well, it's fear of the Delta variant. I was in the supermarket um, yesterday, and um, a lot of people had the mask on. I didn't have it on, and no one said anything to me. And I'm thinking, I guess it's ma- it's optional, and people are, are are following the CDC recommendations to, regardless of vaccine status, to to wear a mask. So, I you know I pulled one out, I put it on. I wasn't. I really was in a hurry. I wasn't. You know, I didn't. I didn't have time to, to do that. I just wanted to, you know, get what I needed. Of course. But um, yeah. But uh, you know, in other states, uh, in Florida, I guess you know, you don't want to wear the mask. You don't have to. Uh, people are, are worried about the the Delta variant, which is very, um, which is contagious through vaccinated people. Yeah, you're right. That's what's happened. The one thing I did here, and this is a a, a stark, uh, or I should say, a dark. Uh, statistic, but 99% of the COVID deaths are happening to non-vaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yes, and some of them are young, but I wonder what are their, do they have underlying conditions as well, at, yeah. um, especially among young people that put them in this, uh, in a, such a precarious position? Yeah, it's, well, I mean, certainly there's um, there's some of that, but still, think about the statistic, 99% of the people dying from COVID now, right now, are mm-hmm. non-vaccinated. I, you know what it tells me? Get vaccinated, and and everyone mm-hmm. should. Uh, to, I, and I know it's it's everyone's right to do it. By the way, former President Trump in Mississippi got booed when he brought it up. Right? I mean, it was. Uh, and I gotta say, Mississippi is one of the. I think I think 33 percent vaccination rate or something like that. Mississippi is one of the least educated states in the uh, in the union and uh you know i think that that says a lot there when they booed uh, president trump um when he mm-hmm. just mentioned it in a positive way uh final thought uh melissa on anything oh it's a crazy world it's a crazy world and and uh i i i feel bad for the the, the haitian refugees who are camping out in the in the you know the Rio Grande. Uh, I think the the situation is grossly mismanaged. Um, I, I think the, the the Biden administration needs to have a more articulate policy. I don't know what you know. Blaming Trump every five minutes. Well, you know what? What about previous presidents? I mean, what are you doing? What are you going to do about it if to relieve people suffering and to secure our borders? I mean, we still have to have safe borders and. And uh, you know you're trying to 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 um, pander to the 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 woke you know legions. Well, what about um, you know other other concerns? What about safety? What about um, people's health? What are you going to do now? Now Biden's being accused by you know the 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 uh, the lunatic fringe of um, of not only AOC but uh, um, what's her name from California? Uh, the um, you know the one who's always giving everybody a tongue lashing, um, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Pelosi! Friend. Oh, yeah. Not Pelosi, but her girlfriend. Um, Boxer? Uh, Not Barbara Boxer. No, no, no. Boxer's out. No, yeah. no. Um, uh, she's the she's she's the, the big mouth. The uh, she's always giving a tongue lashing. I, I have her face on my <laughs> in my mind, but I her name. I, I, I yeah, I know who you're talking tongue. about. Why am I going blank yeah. on her? Yeah, well, I blocked her out. She was in my nightmare. It's like a lot. It's 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 a Freudian thing. We don't really (laughs) like her. Uh, Maxine, Maxine Waters. Yeah, that's right, Maxine. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, other things like 
Yes, I have other issues with Maxine Waters, but you know now she's really now she's giving it to Biden. Yeah, well, listen, a lot of people probably applauding that. Yeah, President Biden's got his hands full, that's for sure. Melissa Itell Joran, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Frank, and thanks to everyone who listens to us regularly. You know, we, we really appreciate it, and we just want you to, to be safe and and take care. And and if you haven't gone there yet, go to MelissaIteldJuran.com. Watch both documentaries. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on The Melissa Itell Juran Show. Society, culture, and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay.